0: Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So by now, you've likely heard about the mass shooting on Monday night at Michigan State University. So far, we know that three students have died, all from Metro Detroit, Five students are injured and the gunman died from self-inflicted wounds after being confronted by the police the same night of the shooting. They don't know of any motive yet or specific ties he has to MSU. You can find more information about that story at NPR.org. But I think it's important to note that there have been more mass shootings than there have been days so far in 2023. The shooting on Monday makes 67 this year. That number is coming from the Gun Violence Archive, which is an independent data collection organization. And there have been 12 school shootings so far in 2023, according to a CNN tally. If you're thinking about that one shooting at Benito Juarez Community Academy in Pilsen, remember that was in December of last year. But I'll have an update for you on it in a second. This latest one at Michigan State marks the first at a college or university so far this year. Also, the MSU shooting happened the night before two other mass shooting anniversaries in our country. Yesterday was the five-year anniversary of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. And it was also the 15th anniversary of a mass shooting on the Northern Illinois University campus in DeKalb. People gathered yesterday at NIU to remember the five students killed in that shooting. Family, friends, and fellow students stood in the rain to grieve at the memorial garden. There's a sculpture and plaques that are there to honor the students who were slain. Anthony DeVay is a current NIU student, and he survived the Highland Park mass shooting last July. I very vividly remember hearing the gunshots and everybody running it. I just wish something would change so that more people don't have to keep constantly going through this. Along with the memorial outside of Cole Hall, the university has established a scholarship honoring the students who died. A former student at Benito Juarez Community Academy has been arrested and charged for shooting four teens on the school's campus this past December, and apparently it was gang-related. Block Club Chicago is reporting that at least five people identified the 16-year-old as the shooter from surveillance footage. The teen had been expelled from Benito Juarez back in 2021 for behavior, academic, and attendance issues. Before fatally shooting two boys and wounding two other teens, he questioned one of the victims about their gang affiliation. The teen was charged with first-degree murder, attempted murder, and several felony gun charges this past Friday in connection with the shooting. His attorney questioned why it took nearly two months to arrest him, and so far, there has been no admission of guilt. There's a pretty informative conversation about this and other shootings that happened just outside of schools, right after school, including thoughts from a young person in Chicago whose friend was killed. You can find that at WBEZ.org. All right, transit riders, if you straddle your time between Chicago and the Burbs, the Chicago Transit Authority and Pace have an announcement for you. They're merging their ride passes. Both transit systems announced that starting this coming Monday, one and three day unlimited passes will work on Pace and CTA buses and trains with no change in price. The seven-day combined CTA and Pace Pass will no longer have a $5 surcharge. And the combined 30-day pass is also staying at the same price. Now, if you have a CTA-only pass that's activated before Monday, you cannot use it on Pace buses. But if you have a pass that's not activated, you can contact Ventra Customer Service to trade it in for transit value. And it's time for a few quick hits. Today around noon, Governor J.B. Pritzker will be giving his State of the State address. A part of that is a budget proposal for the new fiscal year, which he previewed and said will include increased spending for early education, like investments in child care, home visitations and preschool for all. The new fiscal year begins July 1st. And Tina Fey and Amy Poehler just announced their first ever live tour coming up this spring. It's called the Restless Leg Tour, and it only has four stops, including the Windy City on May 20th at the Chicago Theater. They said they'll be celebrating their 30 years of friendship in an evening of comedy and conversation. Pre-sale tickets will be available today around 10 a.m. As for the weather, it's going up to the low 50s today, cloudy and windy. There's a wind advisory in effect until noon. Tonight, still cloudy, temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s. And that's it for now, but I'll be back this afternoon with my colleague Angela Rosa O'Toole. Politics is for politicians, if you will. <laughs> like, it's it's a game that is played, and it's insidery, and the problem with that over, over long periods of time is it's hard for people to connect the dots of like, okay, what are we really talking about? How's that going to impact me? She'll give you some orientation around everything we're working on here regarding the upcoming election with you and for you to engage in that and the political process in general. That's today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you later on.